All right, hey, Billy Rainford here, Direct Motocross. We've got uh, Canadian Supercross team owner. We've got uh, the team PRMX Wassner, Deep South Kawasaki owner, Julian Perrier, on the phone with us. Hey, Julian, thanks for talking with us. No problem, Billy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I mean, we've got uh, nobody on the track flying the old uh, Maple Leaf, but uh, this season we do definitely have some Canadians behind the scenes and uh, running the shows, like uh, obviously yourself. You've been doing it for a few years now. How, how many years have you been uh, chasing this Supercross program? Um, it's been my sixth year, if I'm not mistaken, that I, you know, do it. But it's the past three years I've been really more serious about it. Right, right, with the full rig and everything, huh? Yeah. Nice. Hey, who was your Who was your first guy down south? Actually, that you uh, that you tried this with. Uh, the first American was Logan Carno. Well, is that a, is that a touchy subject these days? Are you still talk to him down there at the races? <laughs> not at all. It's not a touchy subject. I mean, we talk as much as we used to. Pretty much, we see each other every round, and I mean, it's no hard feelings at all. I mean, if I can better myself with a better a program or writer or if he can better himself with a better program or you know sponsors and stuff i mean it's part of the game yeah for sure hey is, is he on a 450 now or is he riding his 250 he's on a 450 he was okay well okay i wasn't sure what he was riding in there all right well uh, enough about enough about past riders let's talk about uh the current <laughs> stuff going on man uh, where are you right now you're, you're down in florida aren't you yeah i'm in uh palm coast at uh Kadeem Optics uh, property in my camper. <laughs> oh, you're at the. Uh, are you at where uh, where his brother is doing all the manufacturing of stuff and at the track, the old track? Yeah, yeah, I'm at that little farm there with baby goats and stuff. I saw a video. It looked like uh, your little dog there uh, was kind of chasing after a goat. Yeah, she likes to chase them, but she's too dumb to do anything to them. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. All right. So we're we're. Uh, we're about to go to the last two rounds here, man. We're all heading off to uh, heading off to South, sorry, Salt Lake City. Um, you uh, you've been at every round. Yeah, I didn't miss one. You didn't miss one this year. Okay, cool. No. Nope. All right. How, how have things been? I mean, uh, I'm stuck up here in Canada, and I mean, it's just uh, I just wasn't able to get down to any this season. So what what's uh, how has it been? Uh, I, I know that obviously, certainly Florida has lightened all the restrictions with everything. How how are things at the races? Uh, very good. I mean, uh, you're talking more about like COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, uh, there's fans every weekend, um, not full capacity, but I still like around 25 to 30 percent, I think. And on those big stadium, I mean, there's still a lot of people. Oh, that's good. And they're pretty much sold out every weekend on on what they can sell, okay. or every every race day because we have Tuesday races. Um. I mean, the protocol, I think, could have been lifted when Texas announced their, you know, their reopening 100% and stuff. But I think for insurance and liability issues, Feld asked to continue the program they started, which we get a COVID test uh, every, pretty much every round and uh, stay in the same bubble, as you want to say. But uh, no, I mean, it's we're lucky enough to be racing down here and outside of the racing life's normal. Like uh, I'm in Florida, been to Georgia last week for Atlanta. Um, I mean, all the Southern uh, states are pretty much wide open. 
Okay. You, you, you can go anywhere you want without a mask, and no one will bitch at you or anything. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah. It feels normal, as, as, as how I would say it. Right. And so for you, the only thing is, what's the uh, test? I mean, I had the test done once, and... Uh, it was unpleasant that thing going down the nostril. Have they lightened up on that a little bit, or are they still putting it all the way down, down into no, your stomach? No, the one the one we do is just like very mild. It's it's they don't go as deep as they used to. Um, it's just like uh, each uh, nozzle they do like a some sort of a Q-tip in there, and yeah, okay. You wait ten minutes, and then you can go in. Nice. All right. So other than having to throw on a mask and do that, even things at the races are okay then, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't. We I've, honestly, we can complain all the time and and stuff, but I mean, we're racing, so I can't really complain. All right, hey, now how about at the races? Do you uh, are you talking with the other Canadian team owners and supporters and stuff? And there's, I mean, there's Canadian mechanics down there and all kind of truck drivers. And uh, are you talking to the Canadians? Do you hear accents or what? Uh, yeah, I talk to Kale. Right, uh, Kale Foster. Um, that's about the only other. Canadian that was down there for for the races, I think. Right. Um, okay, yeah, I yeah. guess Kale is a Jace Owens mechanic, right? Yeah, yeah, he's with the Club MX guys, and I mean, I'm good friends with the club guys too, so yeah, I've been talking to Kale pretty much every weekend when we see each other and stuff, and I know there was that Manlock team, but uh, I think their rider did half a lap or, or something like that, and then went back to another round and didn't go that well. So I didn't met, get to see uh, any of those guys much. I saw Steven a little bit, and that's it. Okay, yeah, you're talking about uh, Alex Martin there on the Manlock team for sure. Um, yeah. All right, well, how about, how about your guys? How uh, No Canadians on the team. I mean, Cade, Cade and Josh Cartwright are almost Canadians. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to say that, I mean, almost. <laughs> They've been up there more than some of the Canadians, but uh, in the racing, I mean, no, the team uh, team's been very, very good this year. Uh, we perform better than we never did. Of course, we have great motorcycles with with everything we do to them, with the motor builder, with Williams and MXX suspension. I've been spending a lot of time to better the the bikes and stuff. So I think it shows with with Cade's riding and all the, the East Coast and even like uh, West Coast, like Ryan made the mains and stuff. We had a rough go with Dakota who got injured a couple of weeks before and we were able to uh, kind of replace him with Marquier. Marquier was just coming off kind of the, the couch and then worked his way up there and then got injured too. So now what racing did, is racing, right? What did Chase hurt? As <laughs> harm. He broke his scaphoid and a bone in his arm. I'm not too sure which one. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's on your list. Hey, what's, uh, now talk, talk about Dakota Alex. How is he doing these days? Uh, I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but, uh, I mean, we stay in touch. He's been uh, back home in Vermont and just taking things easy and enjoying a little bit of the last part of the winter in the mountains and stuff. Uh, but he had a pretty decent injury in his back, so uh, he needs to get that like all sorted before thinking of going back on a dirt bike. 
Right, right, okay. Now we're heading back to uh, the first Salt Lake one is uh, is an east round, right? So we've got uh, Luke Nice and Devin Simonson, right? you got 17th yeah. and 19th place they're sitting. Yeah, exactly. Both the guys have been killing it this season. Uh, you will have some keyboard warriors will say that, oh, the, the, the field is not as deep as it is. But they stayed on on the bike. They didn't get injured. They're up there. You know, like you, you make your own luck in life also. So I believe that, you know, they've improved a lot from their previous uh, year, especially for Nice. And Devin was just coming off. He's a rookie, never raced Supercross. So we're working closely with him, too, as he's got good speed, good starts. I mean, both the guys are doing great. So. Right. Okay. So you're uh, you're basically you're happy with uh, you're happy with how they're doing. It sounds like. Yeah. Very happy. Okay. Well, now let's talk about uh, talk about your 450 guys. Well, what uh, did we talk about? Uh, you mentioned Ryan Surratt. Yeah. How's he doing? I mean, Ryan's you? been good. I mean, uh, for for the time he has on Supercross, coming out from uh, from off road racing trying to bring some intensity into Supercross was, I think was his challenge this year, just to get back into the, the race space and stuff. And Ryan is the type of guy that when he, he pushes too much, he doesn't go that good. But when he's just loose and throwing whips and knack-knacks and stuff like that, he just goes fast. So we try to keep him comfortable and having fun on the track and, you know, he made some mains. So that's, that's a good thing. And I mean, I was expecting him to make mains, but, you know, I had my, not sucks to say, but I had my doubts, but he definitely proved that he could be up there anytime he needs to, you know? Right. I think the same thing's always been said about Ryan. He, he's, when he's having fun, I mean, the guy's got style for days for sure, right? So when he's, when he's relaxed and just having fun, that's, I think you can say that about a lot of guys, but uh, he certainly won, especially you can say that about, what do you, what, yeah. how, how do you, is that how you try to motivate him? Just tell him to have fun? Yeah, we we communicate with the uh, with the radio and stuff. And when I see he's getting tight and stuff, I'll communicate with his mechanic and say just write knack knack on the board or <laughs> big or something. And then he'll come out and then just throw throw down some big stuff. And then after that, he'll throw in some fast laps. So um, he's amazing. He's an amazing starter too. So he starts up front, makes us look good too. So uh, I think with a little bit more experience, back to Supercross and intense racing, Ryan can definitely be up there every weekend. Right, right. I think he weighs about 125 buck, 25 pounds soaking wet, though, huh? That helps. Yeah, well, <laughs> probably like 140, but yeah, he's pretty light. <laughs> All right, now let's talk. We had uh, now another uh, 450 rider, Josh Cartwright, who obviously we're very familiar with up here as well. He's coming back from that injury. How, how has he been doing? Uh, he's been doing good, average, <laughs> average good. I know Josh is not where he wants to be right now. Like, just, I don't think it's something physical but just more racing and riding regularly and he was such in a good place before he got hurt which is we're all bummed about it because he was he was going fast like at the training and i know josh can bring it to the to the races too so it's not like he's just a good trainer but he can bring it to the race but i mean every time he hits the track right now he's getting a bit better but uh no, I know. I know he can do way better than that, and he knows that too. And we're not trying to push him too far to where his comfort zone is right now. Coming back to to the injury, he came in earlier than he than he should just to get more seat time, you know. But again, injuries are part part of the sport, and they suck. 
Right. Now, I know uh, Josh is one of the nicest guys out there, but he can also be quite emotional. You know what I mean? He he takes it kind of seriously for sure. So when, when his uh, results aren't where he wants, how is he? Like, how, how is his motivation? How, what do you say to him to kind of keep him, you know, keep his spirits up? Just try to remind him who he is and what he can do on the dirt bike. That's all we, like, I know him probably more than anyone else, like, on, on under the tent. Like, he's lived at my house for two summers, and I know how he is and like he puts a lot of focus on little things that he sometimes shouldn't and just go out and ride and just you know push through to where he knows where to push but i think that will come with more seat time in racing um he came in late in the season and on my part it, it was kind of hard to have him come back on the perfect situation uh we're on the road all this stuff is in the rig we're traveling like from city to city. He needs to come back riding, so we need to bring him a bike. It's it. It was a kind of a tough logistic to to manage. I would I would have to uh, to say, and that might affected him a little bit also, which I take my part of it. But uh, if it if I would be able to do it differently, I would just send my fill-in rider home a little bit sooner and to get ready a little bit more for for josh but i mean the results are still what they are i can't change that right okay now now how about uh coming in like uh with the i guess he had all his testing and stuff done beforehand so you guys have all got your bikes where you want them and stuff i mean it's a little late to be asking that now uh yeah i mean that's the thing we did a lot of testing with josh before but we did so much more testing after he got hurt with new stuff and new suspension settings that are so much more better than he left when he got hurt. And we didn't have that extra time with him to, you know, build him his perfect setup that he would, mm. he would love. But I mean, the setup that he has is amazingly good, but like the fine tuning was done at the races, which normally it's not. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now you mentioned he stayed at your place in in Quebec. There, he he stayed here too. He loves basements. Is it, was it a basement situation at your house? Well, it's a it's a bachelor type. Yeah, it's it's in the basement, <laughs> but he's always outside or up up at the, the first floor, or gone chasing Tinder dates or something. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, he commented. He was he he was the most like we we always have. You know, if we if we can help, we always let people stay here at our place too. We have an apartment in the basement. And, Man, he, he just loved the basement. Yeah. Well, it, he likes to, to stay in pajamas and play Xbox, too, so that, that works for him. Yeah, I know. He actually left and went and bought batteries at a place. I go, dude, I'm a photographer. I have got recharged batteries everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he likes to do his own thing, that's for sure. <laughs> no, he's a good dude, uh, for sure. Okay, now your other guy who uh, is showing up in the points here on the uh, in the 450 Standings. Cade Clayson is sitting 25th right now, number 280. Cade. Obviously, we're uh, we all know him very well up here in Canada. Uh, thoughts on Cade? How's how's his season going? I mean, you would have to ask him, but I think it's going the best it's never. How do you been. think it's going? That's my okay. Let me reword that. Yeah, it's the best he's ever roped. Oh, good. Ever. He's like, getting he's, those LCQs, man. He's getting a ton of he's getting a ton of uh, screen time. Yeah, well, that's good for us and our sponsors, right? And, uh, no, I mean, even back when he was racing and making some mains here and there, he wasn't at the level he is right now. Uh, if you look at the field and how many spots there's available right now for 
for a privateer team like us, you know, it's it's two or three, and he's made most of them right now. So uh, he agrees and that he's never been riding that good. You know, he's he's been crushing it. We, right, I mean, hey, if I'm we always at- want more. Always, it's it's it, it's a never-ending circle. We we're talking after the last round of Atlanta, which he made three mains there and got 17, 17, and 19th, I think, or 20th. And the last round, he was disappointed because he felt flat. He felt like he had no, like, not energy because he's, he's in a very good shape. Like, he was just not aggressive and, and stuff. And we're, like, trying to see why and this and that. And he should be top 15 and this and that. But last year when we started, we almost didn't make night shows. Right. So, like, <laughs> the progress he made was is very, very good. And uh, I think he's got more, and he wants more, so that's good, you know? Right. Now, so when you're sitting there watching an LCQ and you see the number 83 coming, <laughs> do, you get, uh, do you get a little tense? A little bit. Um, <laughs> something special that when they qualify or, like, when it's the race, time main event I, I think Kate has the upper end on Alex most of the time but just those LCQ Alex brings a level of intensity that is just more and then when you see Alex like a bike or two behind K like a <laughs> like a six or something you're like oh shit <laughs> it, it's, gonna, it's gonna go down but um, yeah I, I think they're it's a good show for the LCQ. Uh, people love it, and we, we like it too. So, I mean, they hit each other pretty hard all the time, which is fine, you know, and, and it makes great television or great story to tell. So <laughs> we're all about it. I, at the end of the day, we all talk in the pit, so it's cool. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, sometimes there have been some, some pretty, uh, well, heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, they'll bitch at each other for two okay. days. But after that, they'll be like, oh, okay, we're cool. Who goes to then, what pit? Like when uh, Alex came in and just slammed him and took the spot in the pits, does Cade go talk to him or does Alex – we're talking about Alex Ray, obviously. Or does Alex yeah. come over to your pit? Uh, it depends on the weekends. <laughs> um, that that one pass before the sand, I mean, we've watched it over and over again. I mean, Cade left room and Alex just slammed him <laughs> and didn't slam him that hard because Cade didn't even win down. So they were bitching at each other about that, and Kate was like, "You didn't slam me that hard. I didn't even go down." You, you know, and they start swearing and changing lovely words and stuff. So, uh, no, it's 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 cool as long as I mean they don't hurt each other and don't be stupid like that. I mean, I think it's a good show, and it just shows that those two guys really want to be in there. Right now, uh, Kate actually sits with uh, four more points than him, so it should be pretty interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, we'll see. Kate has a little bit more, I would say, he's a little bit more consistent. Alex has more aggressivity, I would say, like intensity. So it can play in each other's favor. You never know. Like Alex will push it to a, a, a limit where he'll maybe crash or something. But no, I mean, it's fun. It, it, it's all good. They have a little bet going on with Paul Pimex there that um, – Whoever finished top in points get to to pick a charity of their choice, and uh, Pop will give uh, 
a grand to the charity of the one that wins. No, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so you got to play this kind of stuff up, right? That's hey. Now let's talk while we're talking about Cade. Uh, how about the the lap traffic thing? When uh, did he? How did he recover from that? I mean, he took a bit of a beating. I mean, obviously, I it wasn't that bad. Like if you look at most of half decent or half. No, if they know a little bit about Moto, Kate didn't do nothing wrong there. Um, something I have to say, and everyone agrees, they'll start pulling the blue flag out sometimes, and the guy's not even close. Right, for like, sure. I understand you have to be aware that he's coming, but not if he's a minute behind you. So there was some blue flag at some point, and then there was none. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think he just follow his line and jumped. Yep. Uh, Sexton rushed into him, hit him, and fucked up. Tomac saw Clayson where he was and just went around him. Right, and and just I want to add too. Here's something that I don't, I don't, I haven't heard anybody mention either. But those tracks have such long straightaways, rough straightaways, and those top two guys are going way faster. So they made up. Like Cade could have looked over his shoulder in the corner before that straightaway. And there was nobody close. But then by the end of that, like, you know, three football length straightaway, there they were yep. too. So what could he do? Yeah, I mean, at first he was, like, I came off, uh, not the track because I don't race, but I came off the stands and I saw him and he was, like, all, like, unhappy. And I told him, don't do that. Like, <laughs> I told him, be happy. It's one of the best results you've made. You raced all, like, all race. You, you, you were in battles with people. You, you've done great. Don't let this incident take it away from you. And like we started looking at the comments on, on Instagram and I would say 80% of people were on Kate's side. Only like 20% of keyboard warriors were Sexton lovers that were like, oh, you cost him his win. No, he cost his own, his own will, own win. Sorry. So it was good. No, well, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I, I can't even imagine being a racer in these days when if something crazy. You know, and then having to look at social media. Like they, they'll, oh, you should die. You should yeah. race anymore. You, like, it's like, wow. I mean, the guy just got 17th in the Pro 450 main in Supercross, and you're telling him he sucks? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's people just, people just want to hear themselves, <laughs> it, bitch. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's rough mentally for the guys, for sure. Yeah, that's why I think you hear sometimes the guys will actually comment that they do not read the comments. You know what I mean? It's like you, you just stay away from it and just post your stuff and then walk away. Let people go nuts with each other, but uh, you don't need to get back involved in the comments. Yeah, and sometimes, like, Kate just shut down his social media for a day. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so... No, he's been doing good. No, Kate, he's been looking really good. I, I kind of want to ask you this question. Then. So you've got some rookies. You've got some guys who've been around for a while. Who's, uh, who, who's impressing you on your team? I think everyone's been at their time impressive uh, for some people that uh, like not to be pointing fingers at anyone, but like Kate, at one point we were expecting him to, to be there, you know, and cause he's been there before. So it's like, okay, you know, you know how, how this work and you know where, where to work to go. And I'm sure he agrees with me and like, that's where he needs to be. And he, he wants more and, that's perfect because we we're, we're gonna work with Kate in 2022 again. So um, he was impressive. I, I would say it was impressive. 
Um, sucks for Josh because Josh can be impressive on a supercross track. Uh, he likes to go out and you know do the big big jumps before everyone. And but he didn't get to show that yet. Uh, we'll see what his plans are. I definitely want to keep him around if 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 that's what he wants. Uh, but I mean, all in all, you have to give it to Simonson and Nice, who are maybe more Simonson at some point, but Nice too, because I mean, Nice has came came back from Supercross with a pretty decent team before, which Phoenix uh, Honda or something, and like the the amount of progress he made for this season is surprising, and the fact that Simonson never raced Supercross comes out there and pulls some old shots and I think his best result is eight right now in the main. So it's like both of those two kids are super impressive to be like 19 and 20 and being there with the support we have. And, you know, they're, they're not factory factory boys that have been under a factory support since they were like 10 or something, but I think they're surprising. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. All right. Um, all right. Well, um, so we've got, we've got, Salt Lake City left. Uh, what's the travel plan for you? How does this work out? And where do you guys stay when you're there? Uh, the travel plan. The rig is very close to be there. Let me check on the... Huh. Uh, the rig should be there maybe today or oh. early tomorrow. Um, I'm going to fly out uh, Friday morning super early, and I'm going to get there at like 9 or 10. And... Uh, I'm not sure if I'm staying there the whole week or coming back here yet. Well, we're planning that, me and Veronica and and baby James there. So we'll we'll see what we're doing. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you named your your uh, your baby boy there after the wrong Canadian motocross photographer. <laughs> I couldn't see him being called Billy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> How's, no, he uh, How, how's he doing? How's he doing? How he's are great. he and Veronique doing? They're both doing great. I mean, he's very good kid, very smart, very fast, very crazy at some times. But no, he's good. He's, he's super fun to to have around, and he likes everything that has a, a wheel, kind of. Like, you'll see a trailer and be going, brum, brum, and then he sees a bike, and then, uh, like, he loves anything with wheels. So we bring him to the to the rig, and he freaks out. Like, he loves it. <laughs> that's great all right well uh okay so supercross we got two more weekends what happens after supercross uh the world stops <laughs> no um i i i have a vague idea of what i want to do and with the sponsors and stuff um we're just waiting a little bit more because in canada i think covid is is just another animal i guess or they're just you know it's kind of crazy with all the lockdowns and the quarantine and um, the curfews and stuff so i i'm not sure what's gonna happen for racing we're just you know we've talked to to jetworks and and triple crown and stuff and i'm i'm waiting for them to to be ready to announce a certain plan like a plan A, plan B type thing, and then we will plan accordingly. I want to raise them with some guys, but uh, it has to make sense for everyone. Right. Well, what 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 
Now, did you, I know this meetings, you know, your team managers and stuff, owners and the Jetworks, the meeting was canceled last week, but did you not just have one today or has that not happened? Yeah, I did have one today. And no schedule was finalized or anything? Obviously, it's tough, of course. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough at this moment. They will try to put something out soon, but I mean, props to these guys, honestly, because I wouldn't want to be in their shoes right now. Right. So like you say, it's like they did last year. They have to put out a plan A. Okay, hopefully we're going to Drumheller and uh, Brandon Manitoba, but it may not happen, you know? You never know what can happen with, with everything, the logistics. And don't forget, it's not just my team or the Cowie team or or our Gopher Dunes it, or Kevin's with with Yamaha. It's, it's like everyone's involved at the same pace. And they have to bring the infrastructures, the trucks, the, the the equipment and stuff. So it's easy to bitch and say, "Oh, well, we we should go there, we should go left or right." But at this this time, I mean, it has to make sense for them too, you know. And if we're going racing in wherever city is, and it makes sense for me, I will be there and I will go. But if it like if it doesn't make sense for me, I'm not gonna go. Well, when you say it makes more sense, would it make more sense to go west, or would you be happier with a, a shorter, less travel season? I would be happy to go west. Right. If we can have fans. Gotcha. You know? and, and, and I'm sure the west guys would be more happy to stay west if they could stay west, but it's just not the way it works. Uh, most of the teams are east coast-based, and it sucks for the west guys, you know, and... I think at at some point it will go back to normal where we can do a a coast to coast series with with the spectators and stuff and we can you know have bigger budget for, for for going racing but right now the budgets there's none for me like we're not going racing with a lot of money okay so you definitely wouldn't be doing the AMA nationals um can't say that right now uh, i'm waiting okay. on the on the jetworks program okay so first would, is if I would we rather do... be at home for the summer and uh race the canadian nationals but if nothing makes sense and it makes more sense to to keep the rig down here uh and do a couple rounds with selected guys then why not Okay, now, of course, that's my next question. When you say selected guys, who on your team or who are you wanting to ride outdoors with? Um, I, I don't have, like, oh, I want this guy. It's more like who can make it happen. And some guys are not able to just come to Canada starting June and stay till little September. Right. You know, family and girlfriends and stuff like that. Um, but as of now, Kate wants to come up uh Cade wants to keep active in the summer and keep racing and stuff so um i would see him coming up um potentially luke nice would come up in the 250 class but it's all i mean it's all maybes right. you know it's not like oh yes we're going but if there's if there's racing and we'll need to see dates we need to see where we need to see is there racing in the middle of the week is you know stuff like that it, it's it's kind of tough to say anything, but if something is put on the table where it's it makes sense to go, we will go. And I can't 
confirm a hundred percent who will want to come because it's it's a specific time you know like you, you have to stay in canada for for all summer pretty much right no for sure for sure okay. and i mean maybe maybe some canadian kids will will need a little bit more help where i can make things works with some canadians too like i'm not i'm not close to that too so Okay. Well, just, just having said that, get ready for your phone to start ringing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me check. <laughs> let me. <laughs> Canadian kids that can podium or top five. Okay. Well, that might have that might have thinned the herd a wee bit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, you never know. New up and comers can can surprise people. Yeah, yeah, we do have a couple of guys that are moving up, so that'll be it's going to be interesting. But to, okay, so that's that's the so you weren't given from Jetworks, obviously when plan a is going to come out do you know or no not yet we have I seen mean, plan i'm going to leave that to to them to sure. decide when it's coming out and what's coming out right and uh we'll see we'll see what it is i mean as of now like nothing is set in stone and nothing has mostly changed so we'll see what they come up with in the next few days with ontario being in lockdown and stuff like that Right. Okay. All right. Well, I won't. I won't grill you on that any longer. I mean, like you say, you're kind of in limbo, like like the rest of us are for sure. Um, I mean, if I would know, I would tell you, but I don't even think they know. Right. No, I I know you would. That's why I asked. <laughs> I know and you would. And which which makes sense. I mean, what? How, how can you make plans right now? Right. No, you can't. can't. So, and for for us, it's going to be crossing the athletes. Also, that's going to be a big problem this year, more than last year. So. Yeah, I guess you okay. you found out firsthand last year, right? When uh, Dakota tried to come across. Yeah, yeah, and this year it's gonna be we we need work visas. If we have work visas, we should be okay. Man, all right. So obviously, lots of lots of question marks here still, of course. But uh, okay, so let, let, okay, now you already alluded to uh, the twenty twenty two season. So you're this the the whole PRMX machine keeps rolling on. You're hoping for Cade next. So you're looking for a full roster again for next Supercross season. Yes, yes, we are. Um, it's it's been a good season, like I said, and um, mainly with with the way our our program has been slowly getting better and better. Um, I think I I am now in a good spot to advertise with sponsors, and they're happy. And no, it's it's been a long process for sure, but now I. I have the, uh, the infrastructure, if you want, to make it happen if I wanted to continue as long as the market would allow me to and getting better and better every year. So, yeah, uh, 2022 is for sure I want to go back to Supercross and full roster and all nine yards again. Uh, you never know what can happen, but I think we're going to go into a uh, better and better situation with COVID. Yeah, and uh, we should be going back to something more normal. No, I, I mean we, we better be. Right? <laughs> we all, we, I think we talked about that last year, but yeah. <laughs> we'll have the same conversation next year. <laughs> oh shit! I hope not. If if not, I'm moving down here for good. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, what? Uh, what? So after the final Salt Lake City home. Mm, probably not honestly i mean i can stay here a little bit longer um i need to work on some other stuff too so 
um, most likely be staying down here for for at least a week or two, and then see if good old Canada opens a little bit back, you know, so we can do stuff up up there. And if we can't do anything, might stay here a little bit longer. I like it. It, it all depends on what's the COVID situation going to be in Canada. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I see. So, I mean, if, if, if it's still shut down, you may as well stay down there where you're, where the rig is and where everything is. And where I'm free. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Oh yeah. You got, there's a curfew in Quebec. Yeah. There's a curfew in, in Quebec. Restaurants are closed and stuff. And like now we can't go to Ontario because Ontario closed their borders from Manitoba to Quebec. Right. So it's like, it's all like jacked up down up there and we're down here and we don't understand why. Right. Right. All right. Well, that's, that's a conversation for another day. I'm not, certainly don't want to get into that, but, uh, yeah, I know it's, it's, uh, crazy times, man. Crazy times. Yeah. That's all you can say. <laughs> all right, Julian. Well, uh, I don't, anything else you, hey, when you're, okay, you're running a team down there. Um, obviously you're in front of all the top, uh, companies, the industries all there. Are, are people coming up and talking to you like kind of uh, regularly about, oh, what are you doing for this product next year and all that kind of stuff? Uh, more and more. Right. More and more. I would. I think this year, like I said earlier, I'm going to repeat myself, but it's been the best so far for, for advertising and opening some eyes and stuff. So uh, like honestly, most of our sponsors right now, they kind of want to re-sign quick for 2022. Mm, that's good. Oh, it's, it's a good thing. Um, I think we're going to have a, another great program next year with very good support and good group of guys, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have every year I get more in contact with people from the industry. Now, this year is the first time ever that I have got introduced to the Kawasaki people. So it's good. <laughs> No, he's just, you know, I just had this kind of conversation on uh, on Instagram here and just talking about uh, people looking for sponsorship and what's important these days. How, like, what, how important, like, is social media and what is, like, you know, what, when you have riders, are there requirements for them to post X amount of things or do they have to do certain yes. things? Yes, they have to. If not, they don't get certain bonus. They can be, uh, like, the duck pay. They, like, it, it's... It's crazy, like now to to think that okay, the guy is finishing ex like top ten in the two fifty class, but if he doesn't post regularly or advertise enough for some sponsors, he won't get paid. Right, so that has just become basically the, as important as results, almost right. Oh yeah, it goes with each other, and you can have a guy like I always said that you know we're striving for main events every weekend. So if a guy makes main events. But he's not that top 10, top 5 guy, but he's a solid main event guy every weekend, but has like 100K followers and is amazing on the social media. I'll take that guy. Right, right. So anybody listening to that out there, yeah, I just kind of got into it with someone, you know, as you too, I'm sure you get emails and things all the time about people saying, hi, my name's so-and-so, can you sponsor me? And it's like, listen, you got you to gotta put a little more work into this and tell us what you can do for, what you can do for us, what your social media presence is, all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a... Uh, yep. Just uh, for people, oh, hundred percent. You have to have like even for me when I when I do my pitch to some sponsor, we have a probably one of the most complete media pack you can even find on the market that uh, Veronic made for me. Oh, nice! And it's it's got every details that you can imagine, and probably more that you ever 
thought about in your head, like, oh, shit, I didn't think about how many hits would get on, on a rig when I drive and stuff like that. And it's it's complete. And then you had links to some videos, links to the Instagram, links to the, the YouTube and stuff like that, which we suck, but <laughs> we're getting better. You know, we had uh, a lot of help with Brad from Automoto, and it, it helped. The, the, the YouTube helped. The thing we want to do for next year is I want my my uh my vlogs or my videos to come out quicker and you know and it's it's all a work in progress it was new for me for everyone to do that this year so um we, we'll be able to to sit down and adjust everything for 2022 and be better again which is the great thing about this sport is you're there's not even i don't think there's a plateau you can you can reach right yeah it's so tough i mean you got guys that are uh you, you end up having guys spread so thin. I mean, I know Brad was your driver and stuff too, and then trying to edit videos. I mean, it's asking a lot. It's a, those things take yeah, a long time. Yeah, Brad to do. didn't actually drive the rig. Oh, okay. We have. Uh, I found uh, maybe two, three weeks before we had down. I found Balen, Balen Jones, <laughs> very funny guy to follow on on the social media on Instagram and stuff, and he's a cool guy too. Oh, nice. Um, he, he has a CDL and stuff. He's a young kid. He's cool to hang out, and he's driving the rig right now back to Salt Lake. He's actually from Salt Lake, so uh, now it's it, like I understand like to do videos or to drive a rig, you can't do ten things at a time. Nice. Hey, I lived in Salt Lake for about eight months. Nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of stories, Julian. Just uh, just never tell them. All right. Well, yeah. um. I should do a podcast with you one day. I call I call you and put you on my website. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Well, again, hey man, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. Um, glad to hear everything is going well, and hopefully we figure out what's going on with our series and where we can find that uh, PRMX rig north or south of the border. Um, yeah, I think if there's something to do, I think Jetworks can do it. Like I I tr I trust what they can do and. I mean, nothing's perfect, and I'm sure people are not always happy of what the way they're doing things and stuff, but, I mean, they're doing a great job. So, I mean, it's always easy to bash on people, but it's pretty hard to, to tell them good job, but good job for, for doing it, and good job for you, Billy. You're doing a good job. <laughs> hey, thanks for saying. No, but, I mean, as far as Jetworks goes, I mean, that is not an easy position to be in. They just, obviously, nope. we just want to go racing. So, I mean, they, they yep. can't say, we're going here, 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 and here. How, how can they, they say that? They can't decide that, and they can't please everyone. Every, they'll they'll have to frustrate people, that's for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, there's all kinds of conspiracies going around about why people think they're not going west or east. It's like, no, no. Like, how can There's you... no conspiracy. It's just traveling. Exactly. Traveling with no budget. It's simple. Like, if you have to bring people to bc quarantine them for 14 days and then go back to uh go for dunes it doesn't make sense for this year it doesn't make sense right which if the series was based in bc it would make sense for this series to come ontario right it's simple as that <sighs> i get you i'm just going crazy because i haven't been traveling i really miss the traveling side well i told you several times to come down here that i would bring you down and you didn't want to come so well you just mentioned a few things that uh too many hoops to jump through what do you mean take the plane come down oh but where, where's my dmx van where's my two bikes all right you're being too picky now 
All right, Julie. Well, hey, man. Uh, again, thank you very much. And before we let you go, do you want to uh, thank some of the people that are uh, that are keeping you down there? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Wasser Piston, uh, Deep South Kawasaki for U.S. Uh, side of things, HGS Exhaust. We got Guts Racing, uh, Recluse, Drink Chill, uh, Pirelli Tires have been a big part of our program this year. Uh, Twin Air, ODI Grip, always a big part of our program also. Uh, MX Tech Suspension, been going above and beyond for us. Um, OG's Optic, Canadian company, uh, been uh, helping us with the, with the goggles and everything. So I, I like to have Canadian companies on my team so if any canadian brand wants to contact us uh please do uh since we're canadian we got fist handware uh deval uh, engineering uh, evans coolant renegade fuel asb levers thank you bob uh, we got darken product uh easy clean canadian company that helped us with all our power washers and washing needs <laughs> mx locker ssi decals uh, Active Co. are super nice gear that are no one really knew about. Looks pretty sweet. Um, the LS2 Element, um, Firepower, Sweet Aroma CBD, of course, KDM Optics, um, Luxon MX, Atrobis, Williams Motorworks for the rocket ships, um, Moto Options for all our apparel and stuff, Spec Bolt, Get Data. Uh, motor star wheels look them up uh we'll be bringing a lot of motor star stuff up in canada they're amazing wheels the price point is really good too so hit them up or hit me up we'll uh we'll get you a deal mellow tread black rifle coffee and of course risk racing uh for a stand and pit mats and stuff the adjustable stand is is great cool hey you know what we didn't do we didn't throw uh we didn't throw brendan under the bus in this conversation can we uh can we do that i told him earlier that we might Okay, what's going on? Well, I don't know. What's, uh, what has Brendan done lately? Brendan from KDM Optics, we're talking here, of loudmouth intake. Some people probably know him from. Brendan Goldstein, but uh, I think he's sick. Is he sick again? He said he's always something's always going on with him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's sick. He's got <laughs> allergies. And then he'll be good one day, and he'll be like, oh, I threw my back away. And then the day after, oh, I got allergies again. Hypochondriac? can't say that <laughs> he he calls himself one so it's okay to anyway i'm just trying to throw him under the bus just uh i told him i would oh yeah i mean there's a i mean you, you can name a couple <laughs> good guy though oh great guy great guy i was just talking to him earlier today actually and uh oh, you yeah. mentioned uh og's uh og's optics there i watch for a little uh we got uh his kyle snellgrove's son older son nathan snellgrove we're gonna do an on the radar with him so uh He's a fast little up-and-comer, just moved up to the 85 classes and stuff like that. So, On that. APRMX Kawasaki. There, oh, there you go. Yeah, look at the nice logo on that front fender, Billy. All right, I'll have to go take it. I took some photos a few weeks ago. I'll have to go see if it was there yet. The bike was brand new, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we're trying to help him as much as we can. You know, trying to give back. His, uh, OG's been helping us, so we're trying to... Give him good deals on some stuff that only us can get. Nice. All right, Julian, so we're, we're starting to tangent. We could we'll we direct can... motocross sponsor our team. Pardon me? We'll direct motocross sponsor our team. I just had this conversation on uh, on Instagram as well. I 
here's what here's my stance on that. I know that when people put a magazine's logo, other online things will not fo post photos of them because you know you don't want. I've, we've always kind of tripped over this. It's like uh, you know you don't want to do more harm than good. All of a sudden, someone's doing well and people don't post their photos because they got a big direct motocross sticker on it. Yeah, I, I disagree, but oh, okay. great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's that's kind of my stance. You can uh, you can you can prove me different, prove me wrong, and I'll. I mean, it uh, depends certainly... on the amount that you want to put in the table, but I can hire a photograph to get your photos. You know. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julian. We could uh, again. We could tangent off and talk about. We we could. Uh... Yeah, you you said to me it's going to be short. It's been fifty minutes. So. I told you. I know. I try. I try. But you were, you just wouldn't stop. Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> all right buddy hey good talking with you good luck at the last two rounds i hope we see you up here north of the border if not good uh, good luck with what's uh, what's next all right thank you billy all right talk to you soon bye-bye